are you all going to drink cheap scotch and strip down naked and be released on vinegar syndrome? Because I'll buy it. Mars sperm. Yeah, we're the monks and we eat people. We eat, actually, we eat naked chicks. Monks, piranhas, tits, go. Is that satanic, maybe? Or I'm in. I'm on board. All right. Taking that bad boy for a ride. <sighs> that could explode into a geyser of diarrhea. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Freaks, the only podcast on the net with the courage to soldier on with recording an episode before the dentist's mouth-numbing shit has worn off. <laughs> I'm Eric Marner. <laughs> and I'm Eugene Weaver. So I guess that uh, that <sighs> begs the question, how you doing? Actually better. Wore off quicker than I expected. <laughs> But still, it was an interesting afternoon, evening, where I couldn't feel half my face and mouth and lips and... Oh, that's... I hate that. I hate that. I do, too. So... But... Done. Yeah. So you have a full set of dentures now, right? You're good to go? All set up? Okay. slapping these Mm -hmm. slappy things right in my big old chick lip mouth, and we're good to go. Pull them out like the Simpsons character, and your whole mouth goes flabby or something, doesn't it? Or how is that? (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Well, we're off to a great start. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Hey, I'm. I got my my. I got my work done, so good to go. Wasn't even that big a deal. I just. Oh, the dentist chair for me is the seventh circle of hell. I hate it. Yeah, that's air travel for me. But uh, I get you. I. Oh, I fly around the world before I, like, ugh, ugh, I just hate it. It's just my thing. I don't like it. Yeah. No, I understand. I get it. I've... Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm uh, sipping on some Usher's Green Stripe because that's something. Yeah, it's. Have you ever heard of Usher's? I have not. Not the singer, but the actual booze. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's big and in a plastic bottle and. It tastes good. All right. Yeah, it's been a long night with trying to put kids to bed, and we're not sure if our youngest is going through a growth spurt or something, but he keeps complaining about the middle of his back really hurting, and it's oh. like there's no mark, no mark at all, and it's just like, the, oh, my back hurts. And, my, oh, and we can only think that he slept on it wrong, and he, like, pinched something, or he, I don't know. Yeah. Or he's slowly turning, he's Bruce Banner slowly turning into the Incredible Hulk. Like, like real slow. Or uh, so. Hunchback of Notre Dame, maybe. Maybe that's... Mm. Mm-hmm. Has it been a while that he's been complaining about it? Uh, just a couple days. Yeah. yeah. Or the Toxic Avenger. That that could be... That, in my world, that would be like the ultimate. Like, my son is the Toxic Avenger. You have achieved greatness, boy. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Although that would require the uh, the pink... Uh, tutu and uh, the ah, yeah. there's birthdays and Christmases for mops and tutus. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get there. <laughs> One day it's just a plastic bottle of clear liquid, and you're like, "What's this?" And you're like, "Oh, it's special stuff." So- oh, sorry, I spilled it all over you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, don't worry, you're gonna become a superhero real soon. Just hold on, <laughs> let it run its course. Mm. Okay, yeah, I'm on the. Uh, Canadian dentist medicine, this same same old, but hmm. wouldn't that be great if the dentist? This is just nonsense. But if the dentist would say, 
You can either take Novocaine or a lot of, of whiskey, like just straight up right now. Considering what they gave me, I don't think it would be enough. And I, I told my wife before I went in today, it would be so much easier for me to go to the dentist if I could just have a couple drinks beforehand. But And she's like, I don't, man, maybe they wouldn't mind. And I was, no, I'm not just yeah. going to subject them to that. Yeah. <laughs> subject them to that. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> All right. Okay. You ready to get on with the show? Let's do it. All right. First up, as always, is the roulette, where we dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems. And last week, it was Man versus up against X Murders of Velisca. Why can I not say this word? It's just Velisca. Look that Velisca. And we have not we have not shared any like little texts back and forth or whatever. Like, you know, yep, watch the movie. And there's yep. been no no chat, so this will be interesting. Yeah, I, I'm very curious to hear about yours. And, yeah, anyway, I think we're going to, again, we're going to move recently watched to, to the middle section because it keeps us nice and loose and relaxed and we have some good chat that way and then it can spin off into a rabbit trail if need be. But uh, you're up first. Okay. Well, <clears throat> Axe Murders of Velisca was awful. And I do mean, like, furious at myself for picking the movie and for being forced to watch the whole thing. <laughs> and this is one of those where the first couple minutes you're like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be one of those, huh? You know you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's, what, that's, that's what this was. I'm like, forced, forced acting. Uh, you guys are being forced. Slickly shot on HD, but it feels like you're watching video-ish, kind of. Um, okay, so this, uh, the storyline, if it even matters. The, the cover, by the way, uh, you expect this to be a slasher movie. There's an axe, and you can see through the axe, and there's a house with a light on it, and someone's standing in the upstairs, and it's like, oh, okay, well, this is supposedly based on a true story uh, about... Um, Notorious and still unsolved 1912 axe axe murders that took place in the Velisca house. Uh, Three outcast teenagers break into the house in search of answers, but discover something far beyond their worst fears. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Oh, I I assumed Velisca was a town or something. um, Yeah, maybe it was. I don't remember. I, I, um, eight people, I don't, I don't care. Uh, Anyway, so... You don't have to break it yeah, down. No, 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 I'll break it's it down right. a little bit. Um, so there's some uh, there's some bullying at the school in the beginning because one of them is uh, is a gay guy. So they're, I'm like, okay, so you're f- fitting that in somehow. And uh, and then the other, some other guy, oh, so such a bad movie, hooks up with a girl that uh, people talk about because she was filmed it, she didn't realize she was being filmed on a sex video and they're now this trio of ghost hunters going to this place and then they get a tour of the house and then there's actually ghosts in there and there is actually no real axe murders going on in the movie save for the very beginning where it's a kind of a flashback to the when this actually happened um, so it's just these three running around the house uh, finding ways to stay in the house versus just leaving. Uh, the bullies from the school earlier show up and do stupid things, and a couple of kid ghosts show up because they want something. I, I, I remember so little of this movie, but they try to keep the people in there to 
possess them. There's uh, actually the voices uh, on occasion do the uh, ancient slumber. You've woken, woken us from your ancient slumber thing from Evil Dead. You remember, like, oh, okay. So they literally like it sounds exactly like the original Evil Dead. That you've awakened, and it's, I'm like, that, that's lame. That's not cool. That's lame. That's sounding exactly like that. I, I know what you're trying to do. That's not cool. That's stupid. Um, I wanted to give the movie zero stars, but I gave it a half of a star because some of the kids, I guess, when they come back as ghosts, look mildly creepy. Um, and it had a little bit of a budget. I mean, I get, I suppose we've we've watched worse on the roulette, but this is. Garbage. Garbage. So, there you go. I, okay. I, I knew I'm just was, letting you go. Yeah, I knew it was too good to be true. There's been too many good roulettes. I'm like, I'm due for a shit. And that was <laughs> that was a nice, big, heaping helping of it. Well, I'm just letting you go because I uh, to eat up as much roulette segment time as humanly possible because my review will be quite brief. Oh, oh well, then, by all means, share. Man, man, man versus... Is a found footagey trying to? They're trying to do a TV show as well, so it's found footagey, mostly cheapskate. Uh, did you ever see that Bear Grylls show, uh, Survivor Man or oh, whatever, yeah. where they drop him off? Yes. Okay. Yep. It is that mixed with a blatant, terrible ripoff of Predator. Okay, but that's. Already sounding better than mine, because okay, so there's a creature. Yeah. There's a okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, a creature that shows up in the third act and is just a great big pile of asylum CGI. Oh, ow! Yeah, <laughs> not good. Not good. <laughs> I gave this one like a three out of ten, or a three, maybe a three and a half, <sighs> and that's just out of kindness because it is a movie, and. It happened in the background of my office, but they were ripping lines from Predator, I I thought, uh, scene by scene almost, but doing it badly. And there was no group of people to speak of, just one guy by himself in the woods. So he had cameras set up or something, or...? Well, that was that was the other thing that made it. Why am I even breaking this down? There was another thing that made it kind of (laughs) shitty is that he had a couple of cameras that he would set up and then talk to, but then there was also the movie cameras that would just oh now okay. we're sometimes we're in the found footage sometimes we're a movie okay and it would yeah. just kind of flip back and forth willy-nilly and i i that just rips me out of the movie every single time like pick one do one or have a good reason f- i don't know whatever yeah it was such a ripoff of predator that i wanted to go watch predator that's yeah that's so uh, the creature uh, was not it was not man in suit this was this was, oh, uh, 100% CGI. Okay. And I, you didn't know what he was there for or why or... And the guy was kind of, like, would do stupid stuff. He's supposed to be the survivor guy, but he hears this giant crash and then the next... Over the hill, and then the next day he sees a perfect carved-out path through the trees into this lake, and he's just like, Wow! Huh. Well, I guess I'll go camp over here. And it's... And any sane person that has seen a movie would be like, huh, I'm out of here. Like yeah. something landed, something fell to, I, I don't know, whatever. So it's, it's Netflix drivel that we watched through the roulette. More or less. I'll yeah. tell you this. I've seen way worse, but. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. This one here is this, 
this is officially in the top five worst of the year so far for me as far as new release type stuff, the one that I watched. Yeah, mine was just a quickie kind of cash-in, I would say. It, it wasn't... Yeah. I, I wasn't hating myself while while watching it, but at the same time, it was just like, ugh, I could be watching other things. Yeah, I know. Now, I, 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 real quick here, uh, you did mention that they go from found footage to movie camera stuff, uh, and it's a found footage movie. That actually made me think of a movie that pulled that off uh, quite well, which uh, is a movie that came out before Blair Witch Project by a year, and I really liked the movie. It's called The Last Broadcast. Uh, from 1998, and it's about a film crew that uh, they venture into the uh, into the uh, pine uh, the pine barrens to look for the Jersey Devil, and it's a I really liked that movie. That movie when I saw it, uh, that movie like ruined my sleep on uh, on a couple occasions. For some reason, it really really got to me. Hmm. It's it's Blair Witchy. Uh, but it's really well done, and the whole way through, it is found footage, and they're trying to figure out what happened to this this group of of TV this TV crew in the Pine Barrens. And towards the, the very last act, actually turns to movie. Now we are watching a movie, and this is how we're wrapping things up. And it actually works for some reason. It shouldn't, but it actually works and makes it all the creepier. But uh, that's a cool, very little scene movie. I believe that may have been uh, one of the first, if not the first, digitally shown movies in theaters. I remember, because I have the DVD and I remember watching the special features and the guys that made it said something about this is the first digitally presented movie. Huh. But I haven't seen it in so many years, but I thought that was interesting. I've heard you mention it before and I, I can't remember if I've seen it or not. It's cool. I mean, it's. I, I'm not sure how it would hold up now. I watched it several times, but this is way back in the late '90s, early 2000s. But anyway, that's a complete derail. But it made that made me think of last broadcast. Right. So. All right. Well, we were due for a, a stumble. I would call this a, for on my side a stumble. On your side, probably it sounds like uh, more shit. But oh, you'd you'd have hated this movie. <laughs> no problem. I'll remove it from the queue. Okay. Next round. Okay, first up is hypersomnia. Um, Super not sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, that would be me on occasion. Uh, and you, I'm guessing. Daily. Uh-huh. <laughs> a young actress rehearsing for a play about human trafficking begins to relive terrifying scenes that may be dreams or an alternate reality. Might be something... Probably not, but might be something. Um, next up is Strayed, which I have a feeling that there is no way you're going to take after the review that uh, you just had, because this is another found footage movie. From 2014, four aspiring filmmakers enter a decrepit old building to shoot a documentary. When they vanish, the footage they left behind will reveal their fate. Boy, that's original. Um, and... <laughs> last, Lastly is a movie called Tunnel, which... Uh, is getting decent reviews from what I've been hearing. Unf- where? I need to know where. <laughs> Every time you say decent reviews, where? From online places. Um, oh, bloggy, <laughs> disgusting places. <laughs> well, it is uh, two hours and six minutes, so there's... Uh, but uh, a poorly constructed tunnel collapses, leaving a man trapped in his car with only two bottles of water and his daughter's birthday cake to survive on. And I thought, oh, that sounds kind of cool. A birthday cake. 
So I it, that was in the mix of the Korean or Asian films that yes. they added, and I I did add it to the queue, but hmm. so nah, I'll think about it. There you go. <clears throat> okay, over on my side, Havenhurst, an alcoholic with a tragic past, rents an apartment in a building for those in recovery, but soon learns the truth about residents who get evicted. And I did watch the trailer for that one. It's your horror movie pick of the week. It definitely fell into that genre, but it also kind of looked like they had some HD cameras, and the acting at least was good, because I know some of the actors that were in it. Okay. Or at least I recognize them, so I think that if it has a good twist, it might be, it might pay off, but... You will tell me next week. Uh, Netflix original, <laughs> Shimmer Lake. Unfolding in reverse time, this darkly comic crime thriller follows a local sheriff hunting three bank robbery suspects, one of whom is his brother. And lastly, Return to the 36th Chamber of Shaolin, which has been on many times before, and I just was looking for something else that was kind of on the safey side, and I thought, ah, oh, you know, one out of Kung Fu movie. Okay. There you go. Good deal. And for me, wow. Um, well, you know, because I uh, stepped on the shit grenade last week, I actually am steering clear of Havenhurst this week. But throw it back my way in a week or two and I'll be oh, like... It goes on the pile of things I throw at Eugene. Yes, and things <laughs> that I you lob and I receive <laughs> and just get covered in. Um <laughs> Uh, return to return to thirty sixth chamber is honestly like I that's what I should pick, but because of our buddy Steve, I'm going to take Shimmer Lake uh, because he gave it a pretty good review and, and, uh, and Netflix original and reverse time. Yep. I bet that's going to be good. Yeah, and I saw the the cast. I'm like, oh, Rain Wilson. Okay, Rob uh, Cordry's in it. I like him. There's a like there's numerous name actors in this. I'm like, which. Rightly so. It's a Netflix original, which they kind of have the budget for it. So I'm going to give that one a chance. That one sounds pretty cool. How long is Strayed? Uh, Strayed is, I think, an hour and 35 minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. What about Hypersomnia? I'll take the one uh, of those two with the shortest runtime. Um... Ah, oh, then that's your that's your movie. Hour and twenty four, which means an hour and twenty minus the end credits. So hey hey. So hypersomnia it is. Alright. I feel like I didn't fully step on the garbage grenade last garbage mine last time, so Alright, I'll take I'll take that one. Well, you didn't take give me any safe picks this week either. Uh I did. Tunnel. That's the safe pick? Uh, that's a trap. Once again, that's the Akbar pick. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your safe pick, but it's uh, two hours and ten minutes long or something. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you would have like, if that would have been a, a lean, mean eighty-five to ninety minutes long, you'd have picked probably maybe. But I can, I'm already kind of pegging how that story is going to go. It's going to be the Castaway. Mm. He's uh, crossed with uh, that Stallone tunnel movie. Okay. Maybe. Yep. He's he's trapped in there and he doesn't want to eat the daughter's cake and then he yeah. manages to fight his way out and then. Then he pulls out this damaged box with a half smash cake because he didn't need any of it. Here you go, baby. <laughs> uh, you know, I there was a one or two documentaries that I considered putting on the roulette, but I'm like, uh, those are those are too safe. So <laughs> too good, too, yeah, too good for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. 
All right. Well, there you have it. Next week, it will be uh, Hypersomnia up against Shimmer Lake. Hypersomnia. What does that even mean? I know. And I feel like like one of us has watched another Somnia-type movie or Hyper-something on a roulette. In pre- <laughs> uh, I, and we probably have. We probably have. Yeah. Probably. There's lots of hyper things on, on the roulette. Yeah, there is. And Omni-ish <laughs> things, too. Or, yeah. uh, seriously, like I remember there's been movies where we've watched with one of those two words mushed together with another word. Or you're just used to our show where we constantly mush two words together <laughs> to invent new words. Yes. Because that's how we do. That's <laughs> how we roll. Oh, boy. All right. Well, there you have it for next week. Um... Where are we at on time? We are way ahead of time because both movies sucked and we didn't want to talk about them. Okay, let's move on to Recently Watched. All right. And you're up first, okay. sir. I have uh, one, two, three, four, five things. Okay, nice. And I guess we should we should note here that we're recording this episode a little bit early uh, this week, so we haven't watched as much stuff as we would have uh, if we would have recorded at our normal time. So some of the things that I hinted at last week... I have not gotten around to watching yet. And that would include the Full Moon Blu-rays as well as uh, It Comes at Night. I have not had a chance. I've been really busy uh, at work and I have not You don't have to tell me, dude. We're going to be bouncing around recording times for the next, uh, probably for the summer because, well, quite frankly, because of softball season. No. Yeah. And 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 the rest of her games are at 8 o'clock at night. Wow. Um, on on the two nights that we generally record. So we might be bouncing back and forth here yeah. for the next month or so, but we'll get it worked out one way or another. I was going to say, the thing is, like, we, we usually have enough stuff to talk about. Like, And I actually keep a, a backlog of movies that I, I have watched that I don't even talk about on the show uh, that, mm-hmm. that I can bring to the forefront if we need to. I do too, but then at the, at the same time when, when I know it's going to be a short week between like we go Thursday to Tuesday like this then I'm like oh I I'm on a mission I got to get some things written down and checked off so that I can talk about them and so I whip through a couple of uh oh you'll see no oh, good <laughs> good okay well so first up for me I'm going to start with uh, a positive review I've got some duds here that I'll be uh unleashing soon but I want to start with a good movie uh and that would be 2017's Life the movie that was just recently in theaters. Uh, it is streaming now, so you can watch it. And um, it is... Streaming quite... Vudu or streaming Netflix? Uh, not not Netflix. Streaming okay. Vudu and Amazon uh, rental. So, gotcha. um, my wife and I watched this, and um, I am happy to report this was a very good movie. I really wanted to watch this one in the theater when it came out, because it, by... by Everything I read and saw online about it, I'm like, well, this looks like a kind of like an alien type movie, and that's what it is. And my wife even said, "said as oh, much. that like, movie." I was mistaking it for a different one. Uh, yeah, okay, I know which yeah. one you're talking about. Yeah, now. This is J- Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds, yeah, uh, Rebecca yeah. Ferguson. Yeah, so uh, it's exactly what the trailer leads you to believe. There is no big surprises in it, but if that looked good to you, if the trailer looked good to you. I can't imagine you wouldn't like it. I, it was a really fun movie, and the special effects were fantastic. And I mean the like the outer spacey type special effects were really, really well done. And you sparingly, this is not a huge budget movie, but it was good. Huh. Um, it looked good to me. 
Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's it's one that if you go in thinking, okay, this looks like an like a Ridley Scott alien type deal. Um, if you go in thinking that and keep your expectations in check, I I I liked it. I mean, it's it wasn't that gory, um, it, but it moved along at a good clip. My and my wife, she really liked it. She was like, that was a good movie. Um, the alien in it is, and there is an. This is basically. They're scientists. Um, they're on a space station, and uh, they get a, a little. I don't know it's called a bacteria, but a little, uh, a little amoeba type thing from Mars. And this little amoeba Mar- thing, Mars sperm, Mars sperm. Yes, Mars sperm. Um, which the uh, they actually name it Calvin. So back on Earth, there was like a live feed thing, and they had, uh, some little kid in New York Times Square. We're naming the the alien species this, that you found Calvin. So this alien thing is referred to as Calvin through the movie. Like okay, but um, I like the fact that the that the alien itself. You whenever I think of, and I'm not going to spoil it, um, but when I think of alien on board a spaceship or on another planet that's killing people. I think of a big, slimy, disgusting creature. This is not that. And I'm, that's all I will say about the creature. It was a very unique, different type of creature. And I thought that was really, really good. But acting was good. Uh, I, I, I wish there would have been some major, like, something major to set it apart. But there really wasn't. But that's okay. It was an hour and 45 minutes of sci-fi horror light that was well done. And I'll watch it again down the road. It's it's. I hate to say it's forgettable, but it's kind of forgettable just because of how it follows the, you know, all of the. I know what you're of, talking about, but at the same time, it can scratch that sci-fi itch. Which, yep, we've often talked about how uh, Netflix can, is pretty barren of new horror movies, and you're the horror guy, and yada yada yada. Try being the sci-fi guy, friend, mm. because holy nothing. shit, nothing, zero. And if yep. you do, it's from Asylum. Or... It's from Asylum, yeah, it, it, exactly. Well, this is this is one of those that scratches that itch. That pour yourself a drink, enjoy it while it's on. When it's done, you're like, "Yep, that was a good movie." <laughs> so I, I'm sure that eventually I will own this on Blu-ray. That's an easy uh, used Blu-ray purchase. Much cool. like Pandorum, uh, I th- I think I liked Pandorum a little bit better because Pandorum was a bit more hard-edged mm-hmm. uh, than this, but. Good acting and yeah, I wish I could say more about it. But even like like oh, there's the sleep pod type things, just like an alien. There you go. It's all good. I, I well, the screams pick me up at a family video for two fifty. Yes, yes, exactly. I did notice. I and I commented to my wife while we were watching the movie. I'm like, you know, things are going kind of bad, but everybody seems really, really like serious and we don't want to freak out here like no one really screams and like freaks out everybody's like okay this is happening okay what do we do next well what do we do next and i it, for some reason that like that stuck out to me as different i guess kind of like the that's refreshing all, because usually yeah, in these movies everybody loses their mind no they're all they're all like we're professionals here how do we deal with this problem that we are facing right now okay well that didn't work or okay well what's Move on to the next solution and hope that works. So it it was actually unique. I like yeah, all right. I can name two movies where they did those kinds of things: Sunshine, 
and mm-hmm. uh, the um, yeah, Matt Damon Trapped on Mars movie. Oh, yeah, The Martian. There you go. And both of those movies rule. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, can... Both of those were better than this again, but again... Well, yeah, this... but I'm just saying I, that, that's a yeah. trope of sci-fi and horror that drives me up the wall. You know, uh, gravity. Oh, I'm trapped. Things, Everything's going to shit. I should... Yeah, yeah. Let's just end it. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Ah. Yeah, no, they, 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 keep, they keep trying. Yeah. They... Actually, I'm looking at the budget here, and $58 million budget estimated. That's that's pretty big, so I guess that would... I stand corrected. Here I was like, well, it's probably a little bit lower budget movie, but the special effects were really good. No, they're that rightly so. The special effects were good because it's a pretty nice-sized budget for this. Well, you got to pay that cast as well. Yeah, yeah, because it's a good cast. So, good stuff. And in fact, I the uh, one... Um, I, I don't want to butcher his name, but I have seen him in other movies. Uh, Hiroyuki Sanada. Yes. Oh, he was in. Oh, he was in Sunshine. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he was really good in this. Mm-hmm. They were all worth it. Good movie. Check it out. I will for sure. That'll be a probably a really cheap blind buy for me at some point or another. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna get all of my TV out of the way in one round. To save Eugene from falling asleep. <laughs> F is for Family, Season 2. I teased I was going to... They added this and I was going to watch it, and I did. And I give it... Hmm, I, I almost said huge thumbs up, but I'm going to just say thumbs up. Because oh, okay. a movie this hard-edged is at times almost hard to give uber super great praise, but... For those of us born in the 70s and remember what the late 70s and 80s were like, <laughs> oh, I want you to watch this shit. And I'll, I'll, here's here's the best selling point that I can give you. I have watched two full seasons of this show, all right? That comes to a grand total of 16 episodes. I like that. There's no fluff. There's no 20-episode season. And... It's just easy to get through, you know, that has a little arc over your eight or so episodes and you're done. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Like we often yeah. talk about how much time it takes to watch a season. And lately we've been texting a lot about talking to people who don't have time to watch movies and yet they got time to watch The Bachelor all however many episodes of that on TV. And it's like the average episode or the average, excuse me, season of a show is five, six hundred minutes, eight to ten hours. Get a lot of movies in in that time. <laughs> yep. Especially without yeah. commercials. Um, but anyway, I'm derailing. Uh, F is for Family, excellent show. Bill Burr is one of my favorite comedians, if not my favorite comedian of all time. And he is He's the... fantastic. He is the heart of the show. This is all his brainchild. He is the main character of the show. He is uh, one of the main writers of the show. And it, it's all a, like he captains this ship. So if you like him, you, there's zero chance you won't like this. Especially you. Now, if you if you're not a fan of Bill Burr's comic style, would would, would this move would this show eh. uh, this is a I like Bill Burr. This is a hard R show. You got 10-year-old kids dropping F bombs every other It's crazy, dude. It's awesome. 
It's like okay. an extremely R-rated version of The Simpsons. Where, I mean, he's the dad, and he's constantly telling his kids, shut the fuck up, get the fuck in the house, go fuck yourself. I mean, constantly. <laughs> so, uh, Bill Burr, yes. Bill Burr, yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's great, but at t- there are times where you cringe at some of that stuff, where you're like, ah, oh, man, be a better parent or something. But at the same time, that's kind of how... It, that stuff floated a lot more back in back in those, uh, you know, the late 70s, early 80s. That was more common <laughs> to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. And nobody was like, child abuse. I'm not saying that's great. I'm just saying it's entertaining and it kicks up yeah. that nostalgia from when I was a kid. I, I can't help it. It's great. And you're the only other person I know that would like this. And yeah. it's short. Two yeah. seasons, 16 episodes. Come on. <laughs> They don't get uh, they don't get kind of sort of depressing like BoJack Horseman did in season two. Like I remember towards the end of season two, I'm like, this is kind of starting to get a little like almost like there was funny parts, but it's starting to get depressing to the point where I didn't even watch season three yet because I'm like, ah, oh, there are season one was so good, and then season yeah. two was not. There are little bits no. of that, but it's easier to accept because it's a it's it's like it's not a fantasy. It's I mean it. This sounds stupid, yeah. but it's an actual family of people. It's not like a horse head guy and a cat guy, you know? So when they actually have struggles and, um, what is it? Lower middle class issues with, oh, he loses his job. And then people are depressed and angry. There's a lot of depressed and angry in the show, but it's through the filter of Bill Burr. And he does, you know, he is the voice of the main guy too. So you're hearing him. You get what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah, I do, yeah. So yeah. so even if I had an episode where I'm like, oh, man, wow, that's rough, I immediately hit play on the next one. Didn't hesitate at all. Whereas with BoJack, I got to take a break. I just need a breather. I watched a yeah. couple episodes. Oh, no, I plowed through this show without stopping. Okay, okay. Yeah, and, and that's how I was with BoJack Season 1 and then Season 2, which was still good. I just it I was... agree with you on Season 2 of BoJack. I totally yeah. do. Have you watched any of Season 3? I believe I've watched all that they've put up, and I think season three was was a definite step up from two. But okay, ask me anything about the show now; I couldn't tell you. But yeah. I could tell you all about the fourteen-year-old horny kid that was, yeah, banging the neighbor's wife. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. It is absolutely insane. While his her husband or boyfriend is just blowing lines of coke left and right. And it sounds, if it's not Matthew McConaughey, it's somebody doing a Matthew McConaughey impression. Oh, and excellent. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, I love it. Love, okay. love, love it. Back to you. Okay. Would, would you put that on the level of, and, you know, for me, when I think of, uh, like, animated sitcom type or animated shows, whatever, I think of, first and foremost, for me, I love Family Guy. That's kind of my go-to fall asleep, funny whatever, and then South Park is right there as well. Is that up there with those? And Simpsons as well. Family Guy is pushing the boundaries of R-rated on broadcast TV. This is R-rated on Netflix. We don't give a shit about ratings. We, dude, it is 100% R-rated. There are times where they almost cross the line, where I'm like, I am uncomfortable with, like I said, the 14-year-old banging the name. Yeah. <laughs> but the way they build up to it is so f- damn funny. <sighs> yeah. It's okay. raunchy to the nth degree. 
Perfect. Well, yep. it sounds like my type of show. It is. Yep. I'll watch it. I'm sure I, it would be something that I would love to watch at the very tail end of an evening, but that's a little bit Well, that's what difficult. it's perfect for when it's not quite time for bed and you want to kind of laugh after that depressing, crappy movie you watched or whatever. Yeah. yeah there you go. You watched an episode of that. Yep. Perfect. All right. Back to okay, you. Okay. Back to me. So, uh, another viewing, a third viewing, actually. I, I probably have talked about this on our show. If not, then maybe my own show. But uh, I don't remember when. So, I'm going to just talk about it again real quick because it's such a weird, oddball movie uh, that I can't quit thinking about. And that is uh, 1978's uh, Redeemer Son. Of Satan. Uh, from Code Red. Code Red put this out on Blu-ray. And I believe that it is out of print now. Um, this is such a... Such a weird movie. And I would... I don't... There's a certain crowd that this movie would appeal to. I am one of those people. You, I'm not sure. It is a borderline proto-slasher. Uh, because it... I believe it came out before Halloween, um, but it, it has some of the makings of what was to come in the early 80s for the slasher movie, um, but not all of it makes sense, and I'm not sure if that was just a just the way it was directed, like, well, we, we made a movie that doesn't quite make sense and whatever, or if it was a choice, let's make so that this is very obtuse and we're going to make the audience not know quite everything that's going on. Uh, but I real quickly here, the movie opens with a kid. This is the 70s, so it's some kid it walks out of a lake. Like, just appears in a lake and walks out of the lake. And then we go to a, uh, a preacher guy uh, at a school preaching to a congregation about sin. And then we cut to these kids that are... Kind of, sort of bullies, but not that bad. Um, and this includes the kid that walked out of the lake. He is like he is the butt of the joke. And then we jump to the future, and those same kids are now adults, leading their own decent-ish lives. But they're you know they're not. They're, it's hard for me to describe this weird movie. Uh, they're like they're not great people, but they're not despicable. Despicable assholes. You, does that make sense? Yeah, I gotcha. Oh, um, and so they they go to their old high school for a reunion, a class reunion, and there is a the the preacher from the beginning um, makes masks and just starts to off them, um, and then spoil alert here, but in the end, the kid walks back into the lake. And it is all sorts of weird, just David, almost David Lynch type, what is going on? This is cool, but really, really weird. Uh, like, literally, if this would have said directed by David Lynch, I'd been like, all right, I kind of get that. I can see that. Cause it's <laughs> You're like not dissuading me. You're not really dissuading me from this movie. Okay, yeah, because it's... I liked it. I, I mean, I've watched it three times now, and I, I really want to make heads and tails of what this... What is really going on in this movie and I'm not sure if this is a really anti-religion movie because the the kids 
are not awful people. They're not. I mean, they're just, you know, they're your typical 70s actors or whatever. But, like, all of their backstories, I'm like, well, that's not that bad. You're not that awful of a person, yet you're being killed because of your sins. But they're not that bad, in my opinion. Or you're not, like, this awful person. And so I, I like the. It seems like the priest, the preacher guy, is like overly. I don't know. I do, I truly don't know. Um, but <laughs> does it, it qualify just, as a horror film? Oh, very, very much so. Yes. Hit me it up is. in October. I'll bring okay. in some judgments. I think we say that every episode now. By the time we get yeah. to October, I'm going to set the world record this year. Yeah, <laughs> this is one that I would love your opinion on because I I don't know where you would fall on this because it's such an odd movie. Like there is some slasher type stuff going on in here, but it's just so different and weird. And uh, you might hate you. Seriously, you could hate it. Uh, but then again, it might be like, okay, that's a, a minor gem. Uh, and, uh, code reds release of this movie was like, it looked like, it looked like, uh, they found, they found a 35 millimeter film print of the movie from, God knows when, and just slapped it onto Blu-ray. So it is like, it's like you're watching Robert Rodriguez's Planet Terror, which I'll get to later, but it literally looks like that on Blu-ray. It's like, here's a film print on Blu-ray. There you go. Enjoy. But it it totally adds to it. Like, I would not want that movie cleaned up anymore. I like the fact that it's dirty and grimy and just scratched to hell. Oh, I understand. So anyway, there you go. It's Oh, and by the way, there's uh, the, the priest... Preacher guy, I'm not sure if he's a priest or a preacher, one of them, whatever. Um, for some reason, when he right before he starts his killing spree, he develops a second thumb. Like, a second thumb appears on his hand. And I'm like, is that satanic, maybe? Or, I'm in, I'm on board, alright. <laughs> but he's punishing sins. Yes, I know, well, he's evil, like, I guess. Oh, okay. I, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but he has a second thumb, for some reason. That's never explained, but I'm like, that's... It's never explained, and it's creepy that he has a second thumb that appears right before he starts to kill. It's like the director is smarter than me. I, but, <laughs> All right. The director's name is Constantine S. Gochis? Gochis. Eh, Gochis, yes. Gochis. So, All right. Yep. Back to you. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do a double header of documentaries that I watched. These are both available on Crackle. I went over there just kind of. Haven't been there for a while, and I was, well, let's see what they've got recently added. And I was really excited to find both of these. Um, first up is, gonna butcher the name, Yodorowsky, Yodorowsky's Dune. Is it oh, Alej- nice. Alejandro Yodorowsky, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Uh, you're familiar with the premise of this documentary, I'm sure. Yes, yes. He was originally on deck to direct the first Dune movie, and spent quite a while, I mean, I'm going to say a year or a year and a half developing this, getting actors involved, and basically, and and artists from comic book artists and all kinds of people involved to uh, put together this whole concept idea into this gigantic book that was, I'm showing you in hands, it was about a foot and a half tall, and then went, shopped it around to the every major studio and they all loved the idea and loved everything that he was doing and all of the work that he had put into it and all said no. And then just because it, it is not, it was not necessarily marketable. 
you know? Because they're not looking for groundbreaking yeah. art in Hollywood. They're looking for moneymakers. Yeah. And so several years later, it was given over to David Lynch, and I've given you a tiny little synopsis of this movie, but you absolutely should watch it. This was wonderful, and it almost makes me angry that we will never see his version. Through most of the movie, I was going, why don't you just do an animated version of your movie? Just now you could do it way super cheap. They were only looking for $15 million. Granted, that was a fair amount of wow. movie, um, uh, fair amount of movie, fair amount of money back in the 70s, but it's like, you couldn't get that? Oh, that's so frustrating. Surely you could get enough. To, they're whipping animated movies out left and right these days. You could get your vision done. And then about three-fourths of the way through it, he said this, everything's changed so much, and, you know, now we could get it made as an animated movie. And I'm like, ah, oh, do it. Holy shit, do it. His ideas were amazing. And I've never read the actual Frank Herbert book, but yeah, the amount of talent that he gathered together for this film was unbelievable. And they traced all of the movies that probably took inspiration from this. Like, he had H.R. Giger was a design guy for him and designed all of these things. And then they, then at the end, they showed clips of Prometheus where Giger's designs for some things were put into that movie. Some of his designs for Dune. Oh, wow. I mean, the shit trickled down forever. Even Star Wars, they, they were able to show uh, in Contact, Robert Zemeckis' movie. There were things that he storyboarded in all of those movies that were in his giant book. And it's like, oh, oh my God, this, this movie would have been incredible. Maybe not, but I, and then I went and looked at his filmography. I have not seen any of his movies. <laughs> I've only seen clips of them. Uh, El Topo, The Holy Mountain. I, I want to, I've watched those. Both. I want to check them out. I know they're weird ass shit, but, oh, uh, yes, yes, they but are. I really want to look at them. And it, this, this documentary was really about, a bunch of people getting together and having a passion project and the amount of talent that he had together was just unbelievable. And they interviewed most of them, everybody that was pretty much still alive. It was great. You would totally dig it. And he is still alive as well. Yeah. He said, I'm 80 something and I'm going to keep making some form of art until I'm di I die. And he's been making graphic. He, after that, he, skipped off of movies and started doing graphic novels with these comic book artists. artists. And I'm like, I, I, I did not know that. Where can I get my hands on this amazing shit? <laughs> nice. Um, so anyway, I really enjoyed it. I liked everything that he said. I liked every path that he took. I think that you would totally dig this as well. And anybody that's a... If you're a fan of David Lynch's Dune, which I really want to rewatch that movie. I haven't seen it in probably 15 years. Yeah. And one time, but I'd really like to give it a rewatch, especially after Twin Peaks and this movie. <clears throat> okay, second documentary, also on Crackle, called Nintendo Quest. Have you heard of this one? No, I don't think so, but that already sounds good. Oh, you definitely would want to give this one a watch. It was awesome. One Canadian filmmaker challenges his Canadian video game friend to track down and purchase every single North American release of every single Nintendo Entertainment System game in 30 days. What? Oh, that's great. 
It was <laughs> awesome. So he has a certain budget and he just goes around to exchange stores and is trying to find the rare ones. And along with the commons, there's 678 games that were just, he was just going for the legit releases. Cause there's tons of games that are bootlegs and copies and, uh, homemade home brews and, and not legit games. He was just going for all the legit North American ones. And it was, it, it was wonderful. I loved it. And <laughs> sounds so I good. Can't, I can't imagine you wouldn't either. It was a yeah. real 90 minutes and it was, uh, it was totally entertaining. I quite enjoyed it. I'm surprised. Now, was that a new release or a new movie? I've never heard of this movie. I didn't even see what the date was on it. I can look it up here, but I'm just curious. Uh, like I'm, that sounds like something that should be on Netflix. It should be, but whatever, it's on Crackle, so uh, go. I'll look up the year for this. Go on with your... Okay. Uh, back to you. Okay. <clears throat> 2015. So a fairly new release. It was totally entertaining, dude. Cool. Uh, of the two, which one, which one was better? It sounds like they were oh, both home runs. That They were both home runs. It's... I might give it to Nintendo Quest just because it was a little faster paced and a little uh, quicker edited. I, I, that's Maybe that's not the right way to say it, but it, they had a counter going on down in the corner of, well, I went to this store and I got this and this, and it's like, ba-ding, 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 you know, putting all kinds of sound effects yeah. into it. And Whereas Dune, the, the Dune thing, there, it's it's mostly subtitled but half english and so i have to pay attention and it's just yeah. old guy talking and old men talking yeah, but at least but with that one too they were showing all of the production design that they had come up with and it was just it was astounding really was astounding i i do wonder if they will ever make a make an animated movie or someone would have the balls to go and actually make his version well i wonder if there isn't a rights issue that's my guess because oh. who knows where the rights are for dune right now yeah i did they didn't they make a children of dune movie there was a tv yeah a tv okay. thing miniseries that was children i never yeah actually you know what's really screwed up i'm pretty sure i own that oh okay have you watched it though no i haven't here's what happened i went I was at a thrift store, or not a thrift store, exchange store, and I saw David Lynch's Dune DVD, which is like a double disc set, super cheap, and I was like, you know what? It's David Lynch, it's sci-fi, I, this is one of those um, shit-tastic things that I'm going to watch and be like, this is shit, and then five years later I'm like, I should watch that again. Yeah, yeah. So I... I plopped down the cash for it and I took it home. And then when I got home, I opened it up and it was the double disc of the children of Dune thing. Oh, so you have it. Oh, nice. So you have Dune it, and the children of Dune. No, no, no. I just have the children of Dune. Oh, just the ch- ha- oh. It, was, it, it had the slip cover of David Lynch's movie. Okay. Huh. I do not own David Lynch's movie. Okay. Nor have you and seen I was it. So, you watched it. I once. saw it one time, like fifteen years. But I was so pissed off that I didn't buy that. I didn't have the right thing in the right yeah. case. That I don't think I ever watched it. Now I'm gonna have to go dig through the might vault and see what's going on. Yep, might be that time. <laughs> All right, back to you. Okay, uh, Raw Force from 1982. I believe I hinted about this movie. Vinegar Syndrome again. 
Right? Didn't I talk about this movie last week or something? I, I know I brought up... I'm just Waffle. looking back to see if you didn't already review it. Nope. Not on my okay. list. Go ahead. Raw Force. Okay. Raw Force. So... Raw, it, Raleigh... Raw, Raleigh Force it in there. Raw... What? Huh? Raw, Raleigh Force it in there? Maybe? Oh, there you go. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Um, okay. Like the dentist trying to yes. shove extra things in my mouth today. He's like, oh, here's a suction hose and a, here's a drill and here's a tennis ball just for good measure. Yep. <laughs> well, that's, that pretty much describes this movie or the plot, which is nonsensical. <laughs> More so than Redeemer? There's Lake uh, Boys? Well, Redeemer was like 70s cool. This is Raw Force. Early, oh, shit. This is Raw Force early 80s cool, I guess. Yeah. Um, a group of martial arts students, but not really. Um, they go to an island because things, because uh, there's... Um, to watch the boy walk out of the water? Uh, I, oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Um, they go to some island. There's a Hitler lookalike, literally, uh, and a gang of early 80s looking stupid bad guys. They run a... Uh, female slavery thing on the island so they don't want anybody to go there and then the groups meet up throughout the movie and they fight each other and there's on the island there's cannibal monks and zombies and um, piranhas and heads fly off and a little bit of kung fu uh, and a lot of nudity of course there's a lot of nudity it's vinegar syndrome so there's scads of nudity um, this sounds this like is... the most amazing movie ever. <laughs> it is, it is crazy. Like it makes no sense yet. You can't take your eyes off the screen. You're like, okay, now this is happening. Oh, there's now there's monks and the, like all the monks. It, they are like, they're acting like they're trying not to laugh on camera. Like they know, like it's almost like they're in on the joke. Like, Try not to laugh because we're actually rolling right now. We don't want to burn through film. Let's keep it together here. But yeah, we're monks and we eat people. We eat actually, actually, we eat naked chicks. Um, Do you think that they start else? making a movie like this and they're like, okay, we all got the script. Everybody good? Yeah, good. And action. And by about day three, they're like, we're, there's, we're not selling this. We're just, um, what what can we do to save this disaster of writing and non-direction? I know. Monks, piranhas, tits, go. <laughs> yes. And awful-looking zombies that get their heads lobbed off. Yes. And I'm like, all right. Let's see more of that. Um, let's see. I'll just make sure I cover Oh, Oh, so this is by no means is this a spoiler. But um, everything is literally wrapped up perfectly by the end. So, like... By the end, um, we're like, okay, the good guys have essentially won what's left of them, and they're they're getting off the island. And then here comes these letters flying at the screen to be continued. Huh? <laughs> Why? You escaped. Like, the end. It's not like, ooh, Hitler-type guy and blue-faced... Uh, zombie guys got the best of them, and there's no you want you won to be continued. Like, I, are you, I, are you all gonna drink cheap scotch and 
stripped down naked and being released on vinegar syndrome because I'll buy it. <laughs> and start a podcast, maybe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, you know oh, what? It's... it's it's not really working. Let's throw in a, a time machine and a hoverboard and... A... <laughs> Oh yeah, there we go, Marty McFly. Sure, anything. It, it's it, yeah. if the shit's not working, just keep throwing more cool shit. Now there's a robot. Yes, there's a robot yes. and a, oh, uh, that a, laser, great. a laser gun and uh, yes. a dinosaur. Why not? May, or I was gonna say a flying uh, lion in the sky that shoots laser beams, but that's Jim Wynorski, which leads me to the next part of this movie: <laughs> Jim Wynorski's involvement in this. Uh, okay, that's so, kind of so, how he operates. It, it's just kind of. Yes. You know, I've got a good story. This is Jim at home. i got a good story. It's about a girl and a boy, and they go off to a cabin alone, and and then these people attack, and tits, 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 tits. And then, what was I talking about? I don't remember. Uh, but flying, lying, shoots a laser out of his ass. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a, a phone interview thing that, that uh, is on the special features with Jim Wynorski, and I guess... The director or someone asked him to take a look at the movie and he's like, no, you need to chop it down way more because it was way too long, which would probably explain why the movie is nonsensical because it's an hour and 25 minutes of random shit just being thrown at the screen, which is I'm not complaining about. Um, And I believe that he got the trailer for it, too, which is awesome. The trailer is great. It makes it's like everything cool in the trailer. Like, I want to watch that movie. Uh, so he had a hand in this movie, which does not surprise me at all. Yeah, sounds right. But anyway, there you go. Raw Force, and the cover is in, incredibly cool. It It's nowhere near as, like, the cover is way better than the movie itself, but the movie is, you can't take your eyes off the screen. It's something. It sounds amazing. I want to see it as soon as possible. Yeah, one of the bad guys wears a hat with a Nazi, so with a swastika on it. Another guy, he's a drunkie that's, uh, he, uh, and it's like, it's it's comically obnoxiously drunk where it's like, every scene, no matter what danger and peril he's in, he always has booze on him. Because he's an alcoholic, you see? Like, yes, that's how alcoholics function, by by drinking, no matter what is going on, they're being chased by zombies. Well, I drink. I I don't know. I really associate with that character, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's got a dirty wife beater on, and he oh, and he's like he's kind of tries to be the alpha male, but like every time someone raises their voice to him, he's like, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, I'm 100 percent sold on this movie. It sounds amazing. <laughs> it's. It is a whole bunch. I mean, both movies that I've reviewed here, they're, they make very little sense, but they're just so weird, late 70s, early 80s cool. But, I get you. So. Okay. <clears throat> I got one more, and then I will be done with recently watched. I want to save this other one for another time. But I'm going to describe a film to you without giving you the title, and I'd like you to tell me what movie I watched. Okay. This is a uh, this film is a series of seven or so short animated films set in a shared uh, not a shared universe in, in a certain universe that gives and it gives backstories, origins and side stories to a trilogy. Okay, N- nothing yet. Um, 
series of short animated films. Oh, the Animatrix? That's exactly what I wanted you to say. It was not the Animatrix, though, but that's exactly what this movie is like. And it's called Halo Legends. And it's on Netflix, and you definitely should watch it if you have not... uh, if if you have not if you've not seen it if you if you're a fan of the Animatrix and you're a fan of Halo, uh, home run right here. Okay. Do you have to follow the game though, or can is this something that you can just? Ah, uh, you could still yeah, you could still pick it up and be okay. It's because it's like seven short films. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. It's it's better if you know the films, but even if or the games. Damn it. Ah, boy, I'll tell you what, my time in the dentist chair today, nah, no good. Absolutely <laughs> no good. Let's pause. Yeah, let's get there you go. Daddy needs his medicine. Yes. <laughs> Daddy needs his medicine. I like that. It, it plays out a lot better if you do know the first three games of the Halo series, but it's not okay. an absolute must. If you're a fan of the Animatrix, then you're in. You only have to know one of the two things. If you know the three ha- first three Halo games, or you know the Animatrix, watch this shit. Because oh, wow. I know all of that. There you go. I was totally entertained. There was only... Uh, much like the Animatrix, there was... One that I was kind of, eh, on, but it was still entertaining. There was... The rest of them, I I totally dug, and I thought that they did something better than the Animatrix, which was not putting their best one first. It was kind of last. Because that first one in the Animatrix, that CGI one, and I was kind of surprised there was none in this, but it happened to be the very last one. And it was awesome. It was so awesome. Uh, now, where, how did you watch this, or where did you watch this? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. I just randomly okay. dug it up. I don't know where it came from. I don't know how long it's been there, but I just was kind of looking around for something animated after watching, you know, a couple of documentaries, and yeah, I'll give this thing a try, and I was hooked. So hooked. It was great. Yeah, I, I, but I'm a big fan of both of those things that I mentioned, so you gotta, you gotta have a little bit of background, but you, you don't have to be a, a, you know, a student of them. Okay. Uh, there was, it, it's always fun for me with these short film collections to, um, see, to try and pick out who made it. And I don't, I can't like just throw down names of the Japanese people involved in making these things. But at the same yeah. time, I can look at this and go, that reminds me of this. And then I look it up and I'm like, yep, nailed it. <laughs> like this okay. reminds me of, I'm not talking about Halo Legends, but that reminds me of Ninja Scroll or that's the animation house that did that Highlander thing. Or that's the animation house that did the animatrix. That one segment that I remember. And more often than not, I am right. And it it was, it, it was great. They had a good balance of different tones. I I don't want to say genres, but tones, because there was one that was just fricking hilarious. And I said, this is just, downright Dragon Ball Z and its ridiculousness. And she, it, it, there's no way this thing wasn't 100% paying homage to Dragon Ball Z. They're blowing up mountains and 
powering up Spartans as they go to war with the one alien. It was freaking great. And it's sci-fi goodness. I can't imagine you wouldn't like this. Now, yeah. it's two hours long, but it's seven short films. And as they go yeah. on, they get progressively... the, the I want to say progressively more serious, but the, the comedy one was kind of right in the middle to give you a little bit of a breather. But yeah. as they go on from there, the animation gets better and the stories get better. And it was great. I can't believe I waited this long to watch this thing. And or finish it up because according to Netflix, I had already watched some of it. I, I oh, it was so okay. long ago I don't remember, but it's still on what there. What would be the rating on this thing? Would it be like an R-rated type thing or more PG? Oh, there was there, there was well, I mean, right in that line because there was definitely some gory bits and definitely some blood thrown around. They're not doing any language thing because it's it's Halo, so it's yeah. the younger crowd. But there was definitely some gore in it. Uh, Either way, you would totally enjoy this. And it's a collection of short films. So if, if you're watching one and you don't really care for it, go to the next one. Well, yeah. And what year was this released? Uh, I don't know, but I, I can't imagine it wasn't. Uh, I'll look here. Like I, and usually you, can, usually you can tell by the style of animation, like, oh, that's, that's a little bit older. Or, nope, that's a fairly new release. Uh, 2010. Okay. And the animation style changed for each of the shorts. Like the Animatrix. Yeah. And kind of like, um, what's the satanic thing or the, um... But not like uh, that, because that was Dante's Inferno. That was one, that was one movie. This is six kind of unrelated. Yeah. Not unrelated, because they're all set in the Halo world, but it's not one big story arc. Again, Halo Animatrix. There you go. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> Great. All right. Back to you. Okay. So. And don't be surprised my... if that happens to be my write-up review for this week, because I so enjoyed it that much. <laughs> you going to try and break down every one of the, uh, I think the, so. The shorts? Oh, and, nice. Okay. Yeah, put up, put up some of the animation. I'm not kidding. It was one of those things where it was over and I could just go right ahead and start that over again. No kidding. So the wow. Okay, that's good. I'm impressed. Watch it. I'd like to hear what you think of it. Yeah, boy, you've had a like a series of good reviews. While I'm over here wallowing in Nazi, I'm not gonna feel yeah, any monk. pity for you. <laughs> yeah, two thumbs, boys crawling out of water. Ugh. Um. Okay. Oh man. Um. Okay. I hinted at. Uh, Planet Terror. I rewatched Planet Terror again, and and I really I rewatched that one primarily because of Redeemer, Son of Satan, because of the transfer on that one. It just got my mind in the um, in that scratchy, you know, thirty five millimeter, thirty five millimeter thing. And I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm like, I've watched Death Proof so much uh, because that is my favorite of the the Grindhouse double feature. Actually, back when we watched that movie. Back, literally that movie 10 years ago in the theater, Grindhouse, uh, I prefer, much preferred Planet Terror over Death Proof. But now I I would, like, any day watch Death Proof over Planet Terror. But So after several years, I've revisited uh, Planet Terror, and, it, man, that is a great movie. I think it is so much fun. It's not nearly, nearly as polished as uh, Tarantino's Death Proof, but Robert Rodriguez... 
nails that 70s zombie vibe. I think the first half works a little bit better than the second half, but it's just gory, scratchy fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree. I've said it. I I agree that I, I, I thought Planet Terror was better the first time I watched it than Death Proof. And then maybe it was... Was it because we got the director's cut where that added in a bunch to Death Proof? Or yeah. maybe it was just reevaluation. but Rodriguez made an homage to grindhouse movies, whereas Tarantino and his genius just went ahead and fucking made one. And Oh, yeah. That's so weird. That's so hard to do. Like, I, I, my brain gets mixed up going, how do you even have the mind to recreate something so purely as you did with death proof. And it really bothers me when he goes in the media and says that's his worst movie. It's like, dude, it's not his worst movie. No, no. it's not. I don't think so either. Yeah. But you're right. Cause like that's set in modern times as is death proof, but it, it for some reason, like Tarantino's feels more like here's the storyline and you're invested in the storyline. How's this going to go? Whereas Rodriguez's feels like we're just throwing a whole bunch of gore at you. The storyline barely is coherent and it really is barely coherent i mean it's zombies and there's some underground lair whatever but tarantino's definitely feels like the better written of the two uh imagine that they're still yeah yeah exactly but they're still they're both so much fun and i still love planet terror there's so much kooky weirdness going on in that movie that i can't help but love it so they're both great it's really disappointing to me that they don't do this like every year. Come on, this shit's cheap. You aren't. Yeah, this can't be that expensive. There's no reason that you guys couldn't be doing this every single year. And I don't want. I don't mean them making it themselves, but using their production houses to bring a young director in and make their quote unquote grindhouse movie, whether it's a homage or an actual one. Yeah, just let them go nuts yeah. and, and spit it out on Netflix or something. Yeah, and run it through your run it through your scratch filter so that you get all the scratches and the pops and the, all that stuff if you want or not, whatever. I didn't. I did like how in Tarantino's Death Proof, it starts out kind of like Planet Terror, to where there's a lot of scratches and cuts and missing reel or whatever. But then by the by the end, it's straight up movie movie. Like there, it looks good. Yeah. Uh, so it like improves as as it goes. Whereas Rodriguez's Planet Terror. Like it seems like the film gets shittier as it goes to where it's <laughs> it like, does. yeah. But it, they're both so much fun, and they're you know it's you've got the characters that are trying to figure out the barbecue recipe. <laughs> um, Michael Bean and the, the other Jeff guy, Faye. Yeah, Jeff Faye, Yeah, they're trying to figure out. Ah, damn, that's it's great. The, the lines are great, and it it's yeah, I agree. Insanely quotable. So, um, okay, next up is, I've got Planet Terror taken care of. Uh, let's talk about, not briefly here, uh, I, wa- I rewatched Inner Demons. I believe that that was a roulette from uh, probably, what, I'm not sure if it was two years ago, but at least a year and a half ago, don't you think? Yeah, I'd say thereabouts because I watched it last October. Okay. And I just, I was, as I was watching it, I texted you saying, hey, I'm watching Inner Demons have you seen this movie? And then you went back and you, you're like, yep, I watched it. Eh. Um, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is a really good movie. I remember really liking this. And I will say that this movie here, watching it again, 
on second viewing, I'm like, you know, found footage is kind of done. <laughs> you know, every time I say that, then a, a uh, uh, Grave Encounters comes along and I go, oh, shit, or uh, Blair Witch. Yeah. Oh, uh, damn, there's still some life in that old bitty yeah. yet, but... Well, and I towards the end, I'm like, why did I like this thing so much? Because I, I looked back at my review when I watched it the first time. I'm like, I gave it a really glowing review. And then the last, like, minute of the movie happens. I'm like, that's why I gave it a good review. This has a really good ending. Uh, kind of out of left field type ending where I'm like, holy shit. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm in. I, and I, I don't even remember what the very ending was i just kind of assumed it you had a couple of shitty weeks on the roulette and then oh that too probably yeah and seriously that could have been the case because this was a roulette and i recall thinking like wow now on second viewing my score has dropped but i still did enjoy it and the ending was ballsy to say the least uh but it it's about a girl that uh she's a heroin addict at a, she goes to some Catholic school. She was a good girl, but then she gets involved in uh, in heroin, and her, then there's a big intervention th- type thing. Well, she claims that she's possessed, so she's at the intervention or the, the a, whatever the the uh, uh, rehab place. She's at the rehab place, and that's where things go wrong real fast. And one of the cameramen. That's filming this this the show. He kind of likes her, and so he tries to help her out. Oh, and, I do kind of remember that ending now. Yeah, that's a good ending. You know, yeah, it is. It's it was it was a little really predictable. Good. Like I kind of saw it coming, but it still was pretty good. Yeah, it it reminds me of like a a, a good enough movie with a really solid ending, much like uh, Asmodexia, which we've talked about before. Another demon possession type movie where it's like, it's not bad, it's okay, and then the end happens, you're like, ooh, that elevated the movie right there. And at least Inner Demon's committed to its found footage thing. Like, as mm-hmm. I recall, it didn't go, eh, we're movie half the time, we're found footage. No, now. it's, yeah, it's it's camera set up and all that sort of thing. And the acting was good, it, yeah, it, but it's just, I've seen found footage now so much that it's like, okay... Um, and honestly, this would have played fine not being a found footage movie. This could have been done very well as being a regular movie. Have you watched The Good Neighbor yet? Oh, I haven't. Ugh. Come on, dude. I know. You're always scrounging for horror movies or scary movies or creepy movies, and I'm telling you, you will enjoy that movie. It's not a full-on horror movie, but you still would really like that movie, especially as far as found footage things go. It's not found... I forget. Like I remember you gave it a really good review. They're surveilling the neighbor. But okay. it's all in that kind of thing where they constantly have a camera on each other. They're making a documentary. Okay. But they committed to it. Yeah, that's not on Netflix, right? Maybe? It's on... Ooh, because if it it's is... It's on Roku. Okay, yeah, there you go. Okay. That's it. Inner Demons. It gets a thumbs up. Not as good as the last time. It's interesting that you say that could have been through a uh, a couple week long stint of shitty movies on the roulette where it's like, ooh, this is great, but it's okay in real life, <laughs> not in fantasy roulette land, yeah. where we cool. reside most to of watch our lives. An actual real movie. Yes, and this it's funny because like the the very beginning of this movie, you can just tell 
uh, I'm like, as soon as it started, I'm like, yep, I can tell. This is already competently made versus the axe nonsense that I watched this last week where it's like, yeah. oh, oh, fuck, here we go. I'm in for this. <laughs> ah, man. I don't feel any pity for you. I only throw those horror shit stains onto the roulette just because you complain if I don't. And I'm like, you know what? You want it? Take your medicine. Yep. Coming <laughs> soon to a roulette near you, Havenhurst. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't take Havenhurst. Uh, you'll no, I didn't. It in a couple I of weeks. I didn't yet. But... Yes, yeah. Hold, <laughs> hold on to your shorts on that one. <laughs> the trailer wasn't the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Trust me, I we went through should... several that I watch. I, I went to YouTube. Let's watch these trailers. All right, Netflix adding some shit. Let's watch it. That sounds good. And then I hit play on the trailer, and within five seconds, go, nope, you're done. You're not even in yep. my queue. You're not in the roulette. You're deleted. You're nothing. You're nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, and you know, as many new new movies and shows that are being brought out on Netflix, I click over to Amazon Prime. And it's almost like they know, like, you know, Amazon or uh, Netflix is kind of dropping the ball on older movies. So they have a lot of older movies on their streaming site, which I have been watching. I haven't even talked about all of them, but I've been watching some of the older movies on Amazon Prime streaming. Uh, They're not necessarily really good, but I'm watching them. Soldier on, sir. Soldier on. Yeah, but uh, I wonder if there will ever be a time where Netflix will really get, like, there for a while they were. I wonder if they'll ever get back to, uh, like, I'm not sure if they themselves remaster or if they get remastered, you know, copies of these older movies. Because there's so much of their stuff anymore seems like they're newer releases, not the old school stuff. I don't know. They're they're running a cheap cheaper model i want to say right now where they try and get the low budgety things as possible and pay as little for them and then they get a couple of big mainstream tentpole things yeah but they also have the corner on marvel and disney and yeah they do they've got look i know that movie wise and and horror wise and sci-fi wise you're really struggling with netflix but if you're into comic books and tv not just generalized TV, but very specific TV. It, Netflix is kind of a home run, especially for someone yeah. like me. And you know that I'm not into TV as much as most people, but yeah. I've got I've got all of the Marvel shows on there, and they are on there a week after they finish airing on TV. I mean, that's a huge deal for dork me. Yeah, um, you're a little more singularly genre specific and that's <laughs> yep <laughs> i'm not i'm not criticizing i'm just saying that don't hold it against them too much they do have a lot of other shit but yeah, yeah they, they do but i do remember a time where netflix like you would click on there and they they had a lot of older movies not just horror stuff but they had a lot of the older it makes me sound like such an old man but <laughs> like the 70s and 80s stuff that they like you can find. i know but I and honestly, I've been doing a lot more time uh, perusing the Crackles and the Shout Factory TVs and and these other like five thousand other channels on Roku because there are little gems in there to be had where it's like, oh shit, this is yeah. on here. I, I need to give that a watch. Yeah, take that for no. what it is. It just yeah, don't I'm... corner yourself on Netflix. Yeah, and back in the day, Netflix was it. That was where you go to watch your streaming stuff. I will never forget the first time you were like, 
Hey, um, Eugene, you need to check out this Netflix streaming. I remember it vividly. Uh, we were at my house in close to your where you live now, and you're like, they actually are streaming movies. I'm like, what? Like, in high definition, you're like, I think, I think they are. And the first movie you clicked on, because we flipped it, you're like, now, most of their stuff is shit, and they don't have much stuff at all. And I... But you're like, but they have a couple gems in here. And one of them, the the one that you clicked on was The Matrix. They were streaming The Matrix. And you're like, check this out. I'm like, wow. You are watching, we are watching a streaming movie on Netflix. That is the, and I, we probably had to sign into your account or something like that. I don't know. It's it's crazy how far we've come so quick. Yeah. And now everybody is trying to challenge Netflix and say, well, we've they they don't have this, but we got this. And it's. What? Yeah, you didn't have a streaming service five years ago either. Yeah, bitch. They, I mean, they are, they, uh, they did it right, but way back in the day. And you, I remember we flipped through. There was so much garbage on there that you've never heard of, or you're like, I wouldn't watch that. But it was the beginnings of streaming movies on a paid site like that. They still, in my opinion, are are very bad about presenting their new stuff in a reasonable manner. Like, if you just go to the Netflix site and try and find shit, good luck. Yeah. Because, my God, it, it it's a mess. I have to go to third-party sites to really find the new releases, because they really want to... But they're trying to push certain materials because they probably paid more for them, so they want to get more hits on the stuff they paid more for. Yeah. Rather than just getting, you know... They're not trying to cater to you and me. No. We're looking for the old horror 70s, 80s niche yep. <laughs> sci-fi bullshit. Yeah. Which most people don't care about. They want the latest Transformers movie, which I also want. But. Yeah. And I will say this. Uh, there has been very few uh, Netflix original movies that they have produced that I have not, uh, on a certain level, enjoyed. I can tell that they're really trying to make a quality product when it, when it, they have their name stamped to it. Yeah. I think. I totally agree. I mean, put the the Marvel stuff aside, the original movies that they've come out with, Ark and uh yeah, oh, shit. I haven't seen a bad one yet. Let's yeah. put it that way. There's the one, one that I've been like true thumbs down. Yeah, I th- that one that you were like, dude, you've got it was I think it was a roulette where it was um the cult Movie, yeah. Oh, it was so crazy, and that was a good movie. Yep, and you could tell that had way more guts behind it than most studio movies. Most yeah. studio movies would have would have neutered that down quite a bit. Yeah, because that was out there, and that's one of the reasons why I picked the movie that I did on Roulette tonight. I'm like, you know what? It's got a pretty good cast, and it is Netflix produced, so why not? And yeah, you I look. I, now I look forward to it. I'll probably watch that one this week as well. I can promise you, I will not be watching Hypersomnia. I'll wait to hear from you on that one. Uh, yeah, I look forward to strapping the Hypersomnia on and taking that bad boy for a ride. Uh, oh, I'm not sure why. I'm just imagining like like goth-looking pinhead wannabes in a dream reality thing trying to be Hellraiser but coming across as lame 
or or yeah. Freddy Krueger, don't fall asleep. If you fall asleep too hard, you'll be not only insomnia but hypersomnia. Hyper or some bullshit. Yes. I, if you're uh, walking around sleeping, but alive. Yeah, you're so tired that you go past insomnia into hypersomnia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking punch it, Chewie. Oh, Let's go there. <laughs> oh, because the later it gets now, I'm like, that really is a silly title. And I'm like, you might be getting, like, that that landmine that you're stepping on, that could explode into a geyser of diarrhea on yeah. you. It could, it really could. It's supersomnia. Yeah. At the very least, my Shimmer Lake, that's going to be like a stinky fart. Yeah, at the, I, at the yeah, best, no. that's gonna be that's gonna be a decent movie. But well, but everything from the past says that it's not gonna be a stinky fart. It's gonna be a good movie because it's Netflix original. But instead, yes. I'm I'm hypering into somnia, whatever the <laughs> shit that means. <laughs> I I will say I am surprised of all of those that that's the one that you picked. I didn't pick it. I said, give me the one of these two at the shortest runtime. You so <laughs> this was so your fault. I gave you that. I'm like, you know yeah. what. Oh, you gave it to me, and I'm taking it. Oh, all yes. over, all over, balls. just smearing all over my. No, I'm balls done. deep. I'm done. <laughs> all right, man. Yep. I'll see you next I'm week. I'm out of here. Yep. Bye. Bye. Oh wow. Thanks for listening. 